Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. Since Satan was kicked out of heaven, he's always had headquarters on earth. In these last days, that home base is Babylon. You may recognize that as the name of an ancient city, but the Bible also uses this name to describe a spiritual world system that wars against God. Hi, everyone. This is Tammy Becker. Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. This is week 22 in our series of Revelation, and our podcast today is titled The Beasts and Babylon. My podcast today, we're going to be based on the reading of Revelation chapter 17 and 18. And if you want to follow along in my show notes or maybe get the links that I mentioned, you can go do that by grabbing the link in the description or check out my corresponding webpage at www.youministries.com. And I would like to remind you my disclaimer that, as always, don't take my word for it or anyone's word for what you read, listen to, or watch on TV. Get yourself in the Bible and let God discern his word for you. Because I'm only human. I make mistakes. I do not claim to know or understand everything in the Bible. I just try to bring out the best that I can and hope that it will really get an interest spark that you'll get into the words yourself and Deepen your love for God's living word and let him discern it for you. Let's get started. So the Antichrist, the wild beast, that is the restored political Roman Empire and it has a partner in world domination scheme. And it's called the harlot. Evil sidekick is the false church. And then the group that remains after the true church has been raptured Rather than being the bride of Christ, God calls their heart. And these people never trusted Christ as Savior or were never in the body of Christ. And they wielded religion like a weapon and controlled the masses. So when the tribulation began, kings of the earth saw how an unholy alliance would help them conquer the world. Now, John describes the harlot as sitting on a scarlet beast, arranged in purple and scarlet, and having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. Chapter 17, verses 3 to 4. She is religious intoxication of the anti-church, a fake and false gospel. So this cup makes the world drunk. She doesn't wear a crown, but rather the mark of her profession, a disgraceful title for the church, which should belong to Christ as a bride. Babylon is the fountainhead for all false religion. Therefore, she is the mother of the harlots and the abomination of the earth, chapter 17, verse 5. She is Rome, the religious capital of the world, having inherited all the religions of the world when the true church left the earth. John was baffled by this whole scene. And so the angel explains the mystery of this woman. 
the wild beast was speaks of class Roman Empire, but it is not, and well, sent out of the bottomless pit, chapter 17, verse 8. Satan's reactivation of the Roman Empire will be his gift to the Antichrist. Everyone will worship him for his brilliant coup de vie, but God's saints won't believe the lie. See 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 and 27. So the world rulers willingly or unwillingly hand over the authority to him and become his puppets. The beast now is a world dictator. And for a time, the Antichrist shares the spotlight with the harlot, but he hates it. So he breaks his covenant with her and he destroys her. It was like with such violence. And it's described as a like, like cannibal cooking her moments and then burning them with fire by eliminating the false church. And the way is clear for the Antichrist to be worshipped as promoted by the false prophet. Religious sinners shift to Jerusalem where the false prophet puts up the um, in, or, uh, image of the Antichrist to be worshipped. So the reign and religion of Antichrist is the darkest hour earth will know, and yet it is the it, it's inevitable, the inevitable end of the distrust that began in the Garden of Eden when man failed to believe God and having rejected the truth. The only alternative left here for the people is to believe the big lie, the strong delusion. So this end is the just playback of error and evil. So the other Babylon, the commercial center of the world, is loved by world powers and is the final political capital of the Antichrist in, in its dictators. And in that day, Babylon dominates and, he, and rules the world and everything will center in Babylon. So the stock market will be read from Babylon, not New York. Instead of Paris, Babylon will set the styles for the world. Play to be successful will have to be a success in Babylon, not London. Everything in that city will be in rebellion against the Almighty God and its sinners in the Antichrist. And this is how justice is meted out on the earth. Revelation 18 begins with another angel descending from heaven with a message. This angel, faceless and nameless, has great authority and power enlightens the earth with his glory. Perhaps because he had just come from God's presence. He shouts with a mighty voice, Babylon the great is fallen. Chapter 18, verse 2. We heard this prediction before back in Revelation chapter 14, verse 8, and now it's happening. In its destruction, Babylon will become the place where the demons of the spirit world are imprisoned during the millennium. And then the prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah confirmed this. Go back and, and look at Isaiah chapter 13, verses 19, 19 through 22, and then Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 38, 40. So Babylon has a long history of a community. Uh, accumulating sins and God has kept 
GERD. And then finally, judgment breaks like a flood on the city and its world systems. And then this is God's judgment on big business that denies his authority. And this is the unholy alliance of government and business that exploits the masses. So it may seem God's judgment is slow, but it is. It is for sure. And then now here we see another angel shouts from heaven, God's people to get out of Babylon as fast as they can. Don't get caught up in her sins or in her doom. God remembers every evil she's done and will give her back what she's given. This is poetic justice. See Obadiah chapter 1 verse 15. God is right and just in what he does, Obadiah 1.15 and Psalm 137. Babylon's prosperity blinded her to God's judgment. Trading is active on the stock market and everyone buys blue chip issues right up to the moment of judgment. Luxury, arrogance, pride, sin, self-deception, that really characterizes the spirit of this godless city. And then world peace is inside and optimism is the spirit of the day. And then God says, enough. God destroys the city with fast and final judgment. And in one hour, wealth so great is laid desolate. And then no one dreamed it could be be humbled yet by the time the sun went down babylon is nothing but smoldering ruins and when the news goes out the world is stunned it's how it's this is how babylon goes down the kings of the earth loved commercial babylon because of the revenue she brought to their coffers but they but they desert her like rats leaving the sinking ship their mourning is both pathetic and it's really contemptible, really. This 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 is a frightful picture, really, and is in this final uh in inferno and catastrophic judgment. It really clears the way though for the Lord Jesus Christ to set up his kingdom on earth here. So from heaven, the viewpoint is different. No funeral procession there. Instead, it's a party. And the saints prayed for this. The Old Testament prophets predicted it. And now all is fulfilled and everyone's joyful because God's holiness and justice are vindicated. And God's name is exonerated. Even heaven acts out the drama and the end to the violence and the suddenness and the complete Annihilation of Babylon, like a stone that makes big splash and then disappears beneath the, beneath the waves. Babylon has come to an end. So the big business and politics that serve the Antichrist will bankrupt, and the wheels of the factories will never turn again. And the bright lights of the cities will, are going to go out. The human trafficking is going to end. All the great tycoons and the big businesses are all going to disappear. Man's sinful careers on earth is finally over. And the city deceived the world with worship of the Antichrist. This is such a strong delusion, but that is now over. And this was Satan's city. And 
He was a murderer from the beginning. Babylon's final crime was the slaying of God's people. Now the sad story of a man's sin has come to an end. The frightful period which the Lord Jesus Christ called the Great Tribulation is done. So next week, we're going to talk about Jesus Christ coming to the earth, bringing in to the dark, disastrous day. So I hope you join back as we continue in our series of Revelation. And gosh, we're getting so close to the final chapters here. And that is so, so, so good. So don't forget to visit me on the web to grab those show notes, description. Uh, the links are in the description. Come study the Bible with us. This is Tammy Becker. I hope to see you next time. See you next. Have a blessed week. Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website at youministries.com. That's youministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.